Hello everyone, and welcome to another horror review. Well, this finally arrived in the post yesterday. Um, if you have heard us, uh, heard me talk about our good friends at Acrostar Films, uh, this obviously was due out, finally uh, got produced, all that good stuff, Blu-rays created, it's now out in the, in the universe, please all to check out and enjoy. Uh, this is, um, second and third, obviously, as you know, I've been talking to these guys a while, loving the bits, fantastic people, um, always great to see their work. So obviously, it's just this arrived yesterday, <laughs> that's what we're doing tonight. So just finished watching it, um, premise of the story is we have <clears throat> Moira, who's a succubus living in despair and despair and suffering a man. Until she meets um, Devon, and then her life changes. You know, she she falls in love. Well, as much as a creature like herself can fall in love, she comes part of his life, and then that's when things go horribly wrong. Um, right, where to start? Yeah, in the most part, you know, decent movie. Get the premise. A uh, few things kind of just sort of sticking with me. One thing the sound, um, especially whenever they're filming at Devon's place, uh, it really, I don't know what happened in the editing, but at any any scenes at his house, sound just goes completely off. It's, uh, don't know what happened there. Um, maybe if I can fix it before, because I know this is, um, uh, print the order, or you know, I mean, you, you order these, um, it's a bit like Amazon books, you know, and stuff. So maybe I can have a look at that. I'll I'll send a wee message with the, the timestamps where it sort of jumped out. Could be because this is an exclusive DVD, uh, Blu ray, and I've got it first, so maybe it's get a wee bit of touch it up. But uh, yeah, there's a couple of bits of the sound just, um, just really takes you out of it, very hissy. That makes sense, just goes and that made it. Uh, sorry, excuse me, flipping. I don't, I've still got this stupid. Um, I've got a hay fever, I've found out I've never had a hay fever in my life, so I don't know how to cope with it. <laughs> but because the pog has been so high, um, yeah, it's decided to mess with me. That's uh, what all this boiled down to. So, finally, I've taken stuff and it's making me gurgle and that, and it's uh, fun times. So Deepest apologies for that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the sound, just uh, a couple of bits, just really takes you out of it, which is a shame because it only seems to be in Devin's apartment. So whatever rig setup they had there is different from the rest of the movie because the rest of the movie's fine. You know, just it's even balanced. You hear it, the music comes in, that, but whenever they've done it in his, that location, it's just really... Ah, uh, God, what was it? There was like something, it wasn't with a can or something, but he was doing something like really basic, and the sound just went like up there when he was doing it as if it was like me uh, mega amplified. Very, very strange. Um, so obviously, something. Um, and as you know, this channel flipping, we are plagued with sound, uh, especially at the start, flipping sound issues. Um, it's such a big thing, and it's hard to. It's hard when visuals are easy, believe it or not, because you can sort out the visuals, you can adjust the lighting, 
and you can see if something's not happening. But like now, um, if you've known my problem switching between microphones when I didn't change settings, when it switches over to the webcam mic, you can hear me as if I'm in a flipping tin hut going boom, 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 boom. And I have no clue that it's happening until afterwards. And then it's like, oh, sound is a really hard thing. Um, but yeah, and this just 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 in Devin's apartment, just yeah. Hopefully I can get fixed. That's the one say. Hopefully, hopefully I can get fixed and especially uh streaming release that can probably replace the file and do all that. Um oh even Chris, how are you? <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh dear man. Yeah, so we'll have this um meet this first guy. I don't think we got his name. We don't get his name, but uh this dude's just lying on top of his bed, uh in his shorts, and he's kinda of going, uh, uh, which I've been doing for the last three weeks because it's the flipping humidity and the heat here is ridiculous. So I just don't even get in the I definitely don't get in the covers. I just land on top of the bed and I um fans go and I'm just in my own state of misery. In fact, I'm surprised I haven't called us succubus the way it's been uh Tuesday there. We had a cool night and I was in bed before nine o'clock. That was me. Lights out right the next morning. <laughs> but that's I, I know she didn't laugh at the scene, but the guy lined up in his bed, just huffing and puffing, just reminded me so much. I'm just like, yeah, that's been me for the last three weeks. I feel your pain, mate. <laughs> but it wasn't do that. It was um the the whole setup is people, you know, their misery, their their own happiness is what calls out to the succubus, you know, is what she feeds on. Now, the character of Moira. Good idea, um, but when I think of a succubus, I think of a temptress. You know, I think of the siren song. I'm thinking of somebody that lures people in, and then at the last minute, when you're at the point of no return, that's when the horror comes. Um, she, it didn't really come across, unfortunately. She, she's almost like, hey, man, you want to bang? Oh, right, you've no choice. I'm banging you anyway. Um, it's a bit sort of blunt. <clears throat> now I know, obviously, a lot of Americans—they're kind of like a lot of them are kind of like that anyway. That's the way they sort of mate. So, fair enough. But um, I just thought with there should be maybe a bit more of a, a tease, a whisper, calling out, not just appear and just jump on. You know, she jumps the first guy's bones, and that's it. Um. Was all kind of rushed and like just straight to the chase, but um, the mate should have been played out a wee bit more, so that was kind of um, disappointing, especially when she moves on to Devon. That definitely should have been played out more, but it wasn't. It was all kind of wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Oh, this feels different, and you know, just straight. And there's more than enough time in this movie to do it, that's the thing, because there's plenty of other scenes. You know, the, the bar scenes and all. There's plenty of other like additional scenes that maybe they could have taken a wee bit away from that and put a bit more into the the slow seduction. So 
like they may I would have liked to see her maybe withdraw from the first time. No, she was about to, you know, seduce but then she feels something, so she withdraws like there and then, leaving them wondering. You know, just a wee bit of that, maybe just a wee bit of play. It could be me being overcritical, but yeah, I wasn't banned the character of Mora, which is a bit of a shame as she's a central characterless. Um, two characters really did like were Rebecca and Dan. They had a they had a playfulness to them, but a serious side. Um, if I'm honest, I preferred their two characters in this than Mora and Devin in their relationship. Shame about uh, Devin's character was um, a, well, we're getting this whole story of you know that he's hidden his feelings, as in he puts on a brave face, if that makes sense. But his inner turmoil, you know, is there in his private moments. But we didn't see the other side of him because when he's out in the bar, he's morose. Uh, he can't talk to girls. He's just depressed. So there's no real difference between him out in the company of his friends and in public than in his private moments. So that was a wee bit hard to sell, if that makes sense. Um, I was a bit frustrated because it was like I wanted to see him sort of happy, joyous, putting on, you know, cracking jokes, being the life. You know, I, I wanted them to be almost on par with Dan's character, if that makes sense. I wanted to see him bouncing off Dan, making the crude jokes as well, like a fake bravado, and then the minute the spotlight's off him, uh, then we we'll see the other side of him, and then that's what what calls out. But nobody understands, and I didn't get to see any of that. This was a breath of fresh air compared to that shitty, horrible movie. Um, with the, as much as I'm being critical, but then again, I'm not going to sit here. You know, I have to. Ha- I have to be. I have to have integrity. Yes, I've already stated these, and I'm going to support future projects, you know, because I really love that came from somewhere. You know, I love that happiness. I'm looking forward to um, uh, Corn Zombies. Uh, I can't remember the full title, but the Corn Zombies one that's coming out. I'm looking forward to that. I'm wondering now, because uh, the thing uh, with Trepidity. And Steve's doing a serious horror. Um, it's fun in the shorts, but I, I don't know. I think maybe the campy sort of comedy horror might be his bag. I'll know better when I watch um, Attack of the Corn Zombies. Do you know what? That title, you know I mean? And I had the full title run about there. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. Uh, I think Attack of the Corn Zombies will be the telling. Um, I have a. I have a sort of suspicion where Steve and the team are like in the zone, and I'll I'll, I'll know better after review, seeing watching review the next movie. Yeah, this is tr- you know what I mean it's it's limited, it's low budget, it's they're made very quickly. They're trying it out, so uh, you know, and go back to the interviews, you, you kind of know that the time scale these people work to is absolutely brutal. So I understand. 
So yes, I'm going, but I'm going to give it the same criticism as a big Hollywood movie because I see the creativity. You know what I mean? Here's the thing: I see these two movies on the same level. The reason I absolutely despise and detest Hollywood movies is they're so pretentious, and they think they are it. Where give indie movie, you know, support indie movies. You can see the story here. You can see it being told. You also know there's a lot of goodwill and free time given to people to make this movie. So I'm always going to, like, that's always going to shine through. It could be best, but I'm always going to lean towards these sort of movies because that's, I know the genuine love that's made, you know, that goes into making them because this is not easy. Create being creative, and especially if you're not like a big wig, you know, putting your heart and soul into something like that, you know, you can't, uh, you can only but respect it. All I'm doing is, uh, at the moment, I'm just Joe Bloggs, audience member. I've just watched the movie, so I'm giving my first impressions. Um, as if, you know, a group of us are sitting together or come out of cinema. I know that's the format of the show. But yeah, back to Devin's character. Um, I'd like to see that other side of him. The act that he puts on, but we, we kind of missed out on that. I'll... Who was uh, Terry was a good character as well, the barmaid. Um, and you got a sense of a group of friends and a sort of little community, and everyone's bouncing off each other, and they've all history together and they've grown up together, they're living life, you know. And I like that. Who was it? Uh, Rachel, the therapist, she was a bit of a cold fish, very, you know. He's going to these therapy sessions and she's like being really obvious about, you know, her time and stuff. Like she's on a bit of a grift. I didn't like her character, but I don't think you're meant to like her character, if that makes sense. So I think um I think the actress played a good role because she was doing that sort of, yeah, I'm here to milk you dry once a week. Yeah, we're not really going to get the any answers, but you keep coming back. Um, you know, we'll do it. And obviously, it's a case of all right, your hours up next. Uh, which I don't know. I'm not a. I don't know about therapy. I've got a thing. Some people swear about as an industry. I don't know if it actually helps. Or if it's an enabling device, I've juries out, you know, psychiatry in itself, you know, people are still, you know, there's no hard sounds. It's still a new young sounds, if that makes sense. And we haven't even touched the, the beginning of the, you know, the realms of the human mind. We are massively complex creatures, like scurrily so. So I've got, you know, a wee bit of a bias against therapy in general and especially the Americans do it. It seems like a cool thing just to be saying you're on it. I don't think there's actually genuine, you know, attempts. Yes, Attack of the Corn Zombies is back star as well. And uh, it came from somewhere, which I reviewed, and Trepidity. 
Another one I reviewed. Um, God, I need a. I'm missing. Um, I'm missing one. There's one I have to watch. I need to need to keep up with it. the whole slew of films. Like these guys are beasts. They turn out movie like they don't mess about. Do you know when you've got um, somebody has an idea for a movie and they'll do a GoFundMe and they go go wherever it is and they're like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. These guys deliver. So you, that's one thing I'll say about them that they deliver. Don't mess about. Same as Seventh Street. Same as uh, Calvin. You know he delivers. He pumps them out. The problem is that the time constraints cause of budgetary limitations and you know just time scale they, they don't really have time i think to go over and flesh things out and they definitely don't have time for reshoots so you're always going to get that better um describe it the music you know um oh god what's this, what's the sound i'm looking for when a band's like raw and it has that sort of gritty grittiness to it as opposed to polished pop music i think that's the best way i can you know and i said i forget it, just there's that one thing you know and you can tell it was definitely a setup issue and it's come through and uh i don't know how they missed it because that's because it really jumps out but this is the equivalent of seeing like a an indie band live and you're getting the sound through the speakers and it's raw and gritty and you know ain't everyone's sweating and jumping about and the bands in your face that's what these movies are like and i can't forget the, i can't get the word out of my brain that i'm trying to think of what it is <laughs> so sorry but it's got that you know rawness to it that um you have to appreciate from these sort of movies. So a lot of that I let go. You know, I'm not going to pick that apart because I understand the circumstances. Like most indie horror and no budget horror movies, you know that that's what these guys pull off with what they have is amazing. And then I'm just sort of being a gobshite as usual, and I'm picking apart, you know, plot pieces and stuff. But anyway, back to it. So. It all happens very quickly, but we've got we see that Devin's going to therapy and that, and he's trying to he's he's got this like hole inside of him, and then that's where he meets uh more or more comes to him. And this is all in trailer, so I'm not gonna give away uh any major spoilers, by the way. All this is gleaned from the trailer because he's not happy with his life, it's he's on a downward spiral, and it's that misery that calls out to the succubus who feeds off it. But what changes is when she meets him, she, for once, feels something in return, as opposed to this endless feeding cycle. Well, that's it. I've done my job. You know, if I, I've always said this, if I get one person to buy, be it a film, a book from one of our contributing artists who have given time to this podcast, I need to ask, you know, it's worthwhile and i'm glad you did it i'm glad you enjoyed it it was a really fun movie i had um like the silliness of that movie i just had so much fun reviewing it this one's a bit different because i think because it wants to be taken seriously i think that's when my gears change have you noticed 
when I know a movie is goofy and fun and it's made in that sort of sense, my brain kind of goes there. But the minute a movie is, this is a serious drama, this is a serious horror movie, then my my analytical brain kind of changes with, with the watching. And then I'm looking for a different experience. So if I see goofiness and silliness in a serious movie, then I kind of... Uh, I'm not very forgiven of it. That's kind of thing. I'm trying. Obviously, I'm trying to go through this without, um, you know, spoiling it. Because check it out. And obviously, if you disagree with what I'm saying, let me know in the comments. As always, don't be mean. Let's have a conversation. And you know, that's all I ever ask of anyone who watches this channel. Let's let's talk about movies. And once again, like I'm trying to do now is. If you don't particularly enjoy something, explain why, you know, with logic and why it doesn't work for you. Because it's, who knows, if you don't mention it, the worst thing to do is you go, meh, 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 didn't enjoy it, meh, or, oh, really, love it, and get no context. Uh, it's important as well for reviewing movies that the latter creators know that, you know, this worked for me, this didn't, you know, you know that kind of thing. But enough of that. More quickly, you know, gets involved with Evan. It's just like, you know, lightning romance. We've all been there. And all your mates go, what the hell is this? <laughs> I know my mates have, but uh, they know I'm an idiot. And this is where we start to see the, the horror aspect because with Mora being the sort of creature she is, the the jealousy, you know, everything's a, everyone's a rival, and we're starting to see that it's not love with her, it's possession. And we'll see that so many times. People confuse love with something else. I've done it. Um, many other people have, you know, you think it's love, but it's not. It's something else. It's another, it's part of your own um, fallacies, you know, it's part of your own needs, and you kind of reject that. So I think what we're starting to see here is Moira projecting love that what she thinks is love onto Devon. And Devon is looking for a cure for his loneliness. So the start with Don't See Us is like two soul, you know. It's a, a sadly name, you know, two desperate souls. That's what you have, and they just happen to bump into each other in the universe. And they're both almost feeding off each other, if that makes sense. Because it's not like love, love, because I think love comes through and all's bird and the warts and the cracks and all that kind of stuff. That's when you see it. This we don't see between those two. That's why I'm saying Rebecca and Dan's character were much better grounded. Could be the actors had a better rapport with each other. Or what, I don't know. You know, it's just um, those two played off each other much better. Uh, so things progress, and obviously, um, that's when we start. And it's the jealousy of Mora that triggers, you know, a lot of the events. What I don't get, though, was Rebecca's character. They keep making hints that she's into witchcraft and, you know, interest in the occult. But we don't see any of it. Once again, always, um, and this is just across the board, 
people don't seem you know when it's translated on the phone, the cult doesn't seem to come across very well. The only time the occult and ritual ever seems to work are exorcist movies. Movies about exorcism, but that's more about religion as opposed to the occult. Um, but that's the only time you ever see it translated well. But any sort of witchcraft movie, I would have liked to have seen Rebecca's character, you know, maybe display a bit of it because in all intents and purposes, she was a normie. Her character's a normie and just said random things on the phone. But we didn't get that sort of witchy aspect. Uh, which was the only feeling quality. It seemed like a bit of a, a random thing to bring up. Now, I kind of get it's a plot point. You know, it's somebody has to recognize more for what she is. I think actually, um, because there's a bit of a Kelly's character was a bit of a wasted one. She didn't really get much um, airtime in it. And the way her character set up, she would have made more sense to be the sort of occult-based witchy character. And she just happened to be Rebecca's friend slash roommate. And I think it would have made more sense for her to have made the revelation of what Mora was. As opposed to Rebecca making the revelation, I think I think that's uh, a bit the sticking. I mean, you know, thing it doesn't sit true. You know, if um, Kelly's character had to be more the sort of oh, what you're dealing with is a succubus, and then that would have brought her more into the story because she was she was a bit of a side character and um, a bit of a waste. Because obviously, I talked to the actress and she's great and. Maybe I'm just want to see more, you know, more our time with her. So obviously, I've got to check out other movies. Um, but yeah, and this movie, I think, uh, I think she would have been the better catalyst to reveal more of what she was, as opposed to Rebecca's character. Also, I didn't get why once again Rebecca's character decided to go up against Mora with absolutely no preparation. Like I was expecting a Val Hansing type, you know, character. But for succubus, you know, as in, okay, how do you kill a succubus? How do you protect against a succubus? How do you fight a succubus? Yeah, we've got none of that, um, which I was kind of looking forward to, but yeah, it didn't, didn't pan out that way. So uh, things kind of go on. Um, I'm going to keep it short because I don't want to give spoilers because I want you to watch the bloody movie and then tell me what you thought. I don't want to lay it all out for you because it's literally just hot off. You know, I mean, it's just off the press released. So it'd be a bit shitty of me to be like, yeah, I'm going to tell the entire plot. Nah, 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 nah. That'd be a bit of a dick move, which I'm not going to do that. Uh, the resolution at the end. Now, in this uh, version, there's the alter alternate ending and the original ending. I didn't like the alternate ending. Uh, it was really, really flat. Although, there's an aspect of the alternate ending with Devin's character that could have brought in to the main ending. And it's all about... To me, I'll just put a guess. There's nothing more horrifying than a damned creature or monster embracing what it is and reveling in it. So you have the denial. Think of the Omen series. Omen 1, completely unaware. 
Owen two in denial. Omen three completely embraces what he is and revels in it. I think there was a possibility here that Mora and Devin <clears throat> uh, could have been a better reveal. And then that aspect of, well, actually, this is what I am. I'm in, you know, I'm going to just embrace it and be that thing. Are you along for the ride or not? Expicy with the the event at the end, which I'm not going to spoil, but there was a potential of, let's just say, invaders of dreams that no family's safe, if that makes sense. Let me, I'll just put it that way. You could have had a chance of, you know, invaders of dreams, feeding off hurt and misery, and um, that, but we didn't get that, which is a bit of a shame. <laughs> I think another cool thing would have been <laughs> there was a joke, you know, they were joking uh, Rebecca and Dan about foursomes and stuff. I think actually, if there had been a foursome and then the other two ended up dead, that would have been absolutely hilarious. Just horrifying, but that didn't happen either. But that's just my twisted brain going, yeah, that, that would be fun to just see that happening. Oh, I heard of that movie. Um, that's. Yeah, I think I think that's better, right? No, what a dumb joke is the latest installment, from what I hear. <laughs> that's the dumb joke. Yeah. There's an there's an example. I'm happy the oh by the way, I've got producers' credits in this movie, by the way, you'll see my name pop up in the credits. Yeah, I'm famous. Um but I'll happily support a hundred of these movies, even though I'm gonna pick the plot apart than watch dumb Hollywood shit that hates my guts for a start and is just off the conveyor belt. So I'll leave it at that. Right, that's my review. Um, yeah, there's areas I'm frustrated and disappointed in. There's, I wanted to kind of, you know, there's things I wanted to see explored which didn't happen. But all in all, for the movie, it's, it's a cool movie. It's... The actors do a decent job. They're, uh, you see some interplay of each other. You know, there's a bit of rapport there, which is nice. Just those, you know, when I have an expectation of a particular creature, I think that kind of skews my um, review a certain way. You know, when you, if you say vampire and it's walking about in the daylight and sparkling a bit and not drinking blood. Yeah, and I'm kind of going, what the hell is this? Yeah, I see a werewolf movie and it turns into a poodle, you know, with like a fluffy collar, you know, it's all as if it goes to the groomers and stuff. I'd be like, what the hell is this? There's certain things I expect from the classic monsters of myth and legend. Uh, and there we go. I think we shall leave it there. That's, um, that's cool. Hope you enjoyed the review. I hope it was even-handed. Um... Like I said, I've always going to support these guys. They're great. Uh, check out Acrostar Films. Definitely, because uh, they've so much <laughs> so much going on. They're not going to stop anytime soon, which I hope. Uh, Carol making loads of movies. Not everyone's going to be to my taste, because at the end of the day, they're not just a one-trick pony. They're going to do different things. So some are going to land with me, and some aren't. But that's we're all like that. We've all got our personal preferences. 
if you watch this, please do, and you enjoyed it, and you think maybe um, you disagree with some of the points I've made, please let me know in the comments. Like I say, we'll have a co conversation. Um, otherwise, just let me know what you think. Right, there we go. So, uh, hope you enjoyed that. Keep up with the other channel. Do the type of tricky things. And until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific.